Bung Bung. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee. The best dark roast you can buy. Uh, I've got a friend with narcolepsy and he start, he started Bung Bung Coffee treatment. And it changed his life, he said. He can now do anything without sleeping. He got his license back. He's allowed to drive. He's even allowed to be a professional driver. He can drive trains, planes, automobiles. Because of Bung Bung Coffee, it's the cure for narcolepsy. And also, if you've got... Um, what's the one where you can't sleep? Insomnia. If you've got insomnia, it also can put you to sleep. And that seems like... Re- like you know, reverse, but it is, it's reverse psychology, you have some bung bung, you're like, I'm going to be awake all night, you know, so, if you want to put an end to your sleeping ailments, bung bung coffee is the way to go, or if you just like good coffee, you know, you all of these cafes, they're all doing fruity flavours, old school coffees out the, out the window, this is a chocolatey dark roast, delicious, it's like a smooth whiskey, you can taste it, without a bitter aftertaste. There's no burning sensation. It's just a smooth, chocolatey, dark roast drip. So if that's what you like, if you want to go back to the the old school flavors, you're tired of getting hints of fucking peach in your coffee. Like, what's that? You You don't want a tropical coffee, bro. You want, I mean, you want your coffee to grow in a tropical location. But you don't want tropical tasting coffee. You don't want a mango coffee, bro. It's disgusting. You want a chocolatey dark roast, bro. So get that Bung Bung Coffee at bungbungcoffee.com. Enter promo code POTTY, P-O-D-D-Y, for 15% off all orders as a welcome to the potty listener. That's right, 15% off all orders with the promo code POTTY. Bungbungcoffee.com. And... Just to support the show, if you can go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself some Buttersoft merch. Buttersoft merch. You got t-shirts, jackets, crew necks, polos for golf. You know, we got golf branded welcome to the potty shit. We got even this like this lightweight rain jacket for golf. Cause you know that's my that's my shit now. So Get to welcometothepotty.com slash store for all of that kind of stuff. And um, that's that's how you can support the show. And if, you, if you're that much of a tight ass, I know fuel prices are up. And, um, you know, people are tightening up their pockets a bit. Maybe you could just share the show for free. I, I, I give you free content on a weekly basis. So go and share it. You And you also get a chance to win some of that merch. That merch that, that you don't want to buy, you could win it by hitting that share button. And then sending a screenshot of your share to the Welcome to the Potty on Instagram DMs. All right, do that. Let's start the show. Nineteen ninety. Ah. Welcome to the Potty Bung Bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman. Because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcast and the Magnum PI of podcast and the uh, the Rosa Parks of podcasting. Because uh, I go to the back of the bus for no one. You understand? We'll get into that in a second. We're here with Boardman. He's oh, back. It's good to be back. Um, and oh, it's payday. So, um, yeah, don't let don't let me forget before you leave. Um. How's how's your week? Yeah, it's been good, man. Yeah, good. Yeah, same old week. Pretty standard. Can't complain about anything. Anything to report? Nah, just trying to keep an eye on free agency stuff. We'll get mm-hmm. into that. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, I obviously I have uh, I have several occupations. Um, I've got my nine to five, which I try not to divulge too much about. Got the coffee business, the podcast, comedy. Young blood beer, you know, it's all happening. Um, my nine to five job, I uh, I saw a client on Monday who called me a black cunt. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> um, yeah, he's out of his mind, absolute smack addict. Um, you know, good for him. 
but you should actually probably be addicted to bung bung coffee. It's much healthier for you and less, you know, behavioural outbursts. Um, but the good news is that, oh, yeah, and the motherfucker's in a wheelchair too. Okay. And I didn't kick him out of it. So growth. That's growth yeah, on, my, on yeah. my part. It's a lot of restraint. I was, I was pretty, like, mad. I didn't, I didn't even, like, respond verbally or anything. I kept it together. Uh, you know, which you have to do in a professional environment. Like, I want, like, you know, I wonder if somebody said that to me while I'm just doing my grocery shopping, whether I would have smacked the taste out of their mouth, you know? But I felt the fact that I felt like 10 years ago, I wouldn't have even been able to make that decision for myself. I would have just kicked that motherfucker out of his wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I've got this book. I've got a lot of books. I, I like to buy books. I never read them. And this is a book that I've never read. It's called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior. And I'm guessing it's something to do about that. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't need to read it now because I, cause I um, kept my hands off of him on Monday. But I couldn't believe it. That's the, I think that's the first time at my job um, that anything like that has happened. Yeah, you shouldn't have to deal with shit like that at work. Yeah, yeah, that was nuts. You shouldn't have to deal with it anywhere. Yeah, anywhere society, really. Let yeah. alone at work. Especially if you're not like a prison guard or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's that's how my week started, um, which was yeah, pretty intense way to start a week. And then it was end of financial year this year, so like work in every capacity. Um, you know, trying to figure out tax time is a nightmare. So busy week, but it's all done. Um, fuck, what else happened? Saw a specialist for Kenny, re- respiratory specialist. Um, so I think more tests are coming. So, like you just keep seeing people that tell you like, yeah, we'll do something later, you know? Yeah, okay. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, man, but... Yeah, that'd be pretty frustrating. Yeah. But yeah, you just want answers, wouldn't you? Yeah. I don't even care if they don't tell us anything. I just want them to tell us we can take him off the oxygen so we can, you know, go places without it being... A fucking massive expedition, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I don't really think, yeah, much happened this week. It was all just work and um, then, like, trying to relax. I've got um, I've got an MCing gig on Monday, Monday night. Uh, so tonight for the listeners, day of release. Um, yeah, I haven't, I've MCed once in my whole comedy career. And it was to a crowd of two. Um, So I don't know if it counts or maybe it counts extra. Maybe the fact that I did that for a whole night and they, they stayed there. They didn't walk. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm fucking that good at it. Positivity. Yeah. Find out. We'll Um, see. So so what's this event that you're saying? Just a open mic at Rhino Room. Okay. Yep. So if anyone wants to come along and uh, support me and support new comedians that some some of these people probably haven't ever got on stage before, um, you know that's probably not the greatest way to market it because um, you know it's probably going to it's probably going to be some pretty bad comedy. That but like sometimes that's the funniest. That when, is, yeah. When cunts just suck, sometimes that's hilarious. Yeah, but no, nah, open mics are always good. You got you've got established comedians trying trying out new jokes. Um, or you've just got you've got like local comedians that aren't going anywhere that have been around for a long time, just getting stage time and you know killing it, just like killing it locally, you know. Um, you know, real local, um, local legend shit. Some people like that. Some people are like, I want to get so good at comedy here. You know, not me. I'm producing a tour. We've got two. Two uh, venues locked in. I need more. I uh, didn't make any phone calls yesterday, but um, that's all right. Uh, we'll get there. We've got two venues locked in, though, so that's pretty sick. Happy with that um, and just need to need to build on that. Um, Is this the, um, just the regional? Regional, tour? Yeah, yeah, regional tour. Um, I'm registered for Fringe World Perth next year, next January. Dope. Yep. So I'll be doing Ain't It Funny over there. Um, the show will be different, but I'm going to, it's still going to be Ain't It Funny, I think. Yeah. 
So it'll be probably 30 minutes of it will probably be the same. And then I reckon 20. I've, I've been writing some pretty good shit lately. I wrote a real banger about Grand Designs. Okay. Can't, can't I, I don't believe I've ever heard a comedian do a joke about Grand Designs, so, I, so I'm hoping it's pretty original. Because um, sometimes, I mean, you can make original jokes about shit that's been done a thousand times. Like, uh, half my shit's about racism. Like, that's never been done, you know? But um, it's all just like shit that is different. It's a different vantage point because it's, it's all true. No, no, it's not. I didn't actually walk through a cancer ward and think that they were all skinhead racist. That's a joke. Yeah. But I got beat up by a cop. Not every comedian has had that experience. So you get, you get unique points of view from every comedian. So you can still do jokes on shit that's been done, but I just don't think Grand Designs has ever been done. No, I definitely never heard a Grand Design joke. Yeah, so hopefully that's a banger. Um, we'll see. You, sometimes you feel like jokes that you write are bangers and um, then you go do them on stage and you um, you have to see a therapist the next day because <laughs> you will kill yourself if you don't. So uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens on Monday if I even do that joke. I might just, might just give them the gold if I'm emceeing, you know. You can't really, as an MC, when you've got to reset the room between every comedian, you can't really go up there and bomb and then say, and your next act, you know, you have to, you have to have them hot. So yeah, I'll just play the hits probably. Play the hits, he says, like he's a fucking... I've been doing it. I think I'm coming up on... Two years? No, bro. Longer? Could be three. Yeah. Could yeah. be four. Yeah, well, yeah, it was pre, pre-COVID, so yeah. Yeah. I think I was doing it for six months before COVID. So... so what, like mid-2019 or early 2019? Yeah. I reckon that sounds about right. I reckon I've got it in my um calendar here. Um, and it should be... It should be this month or maybe... Comedy anniversary is the 29th of July, but it doesn't say what what year. But if it's 2019, that means 2020, 2021. So I'm coming up on three years this month. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, very, that's very young in the comedy game, but three years in, I've got a solo show producing a tour. Um, I've only done one interstate gig, um, I believe, but that's all right. Still, yeah, no, that's all, all pretty good within three years. Yeah, uh, and I'm hoping to get to Brisbane and do like a week of shows before the end of the year. But now I feel I feel a bit weird with um, the new role at work, sort of asking for leave straight away. Yeah, okay. So, what would you do if you were to go to Brisbane? Just like take one annual day and make a long weekend out of it? Or are you planning on being No, no, because you, you have to get the gigs on the weeknights. Yeah, okay. Um, but it's all nights, like comedy's all night. So I could probably just, because and I only work four days, like I could probably get away with four work from, work from home days, which are in Brisbane. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that might have to just strategize around that. But, um like, like two weeks ago, my manager worked from home for the whole week because she had a cold and didn't want to bring it to the office, you know. So I could either lie, and I know someone from work listens to this, but I could either lie and say I'm sick but I can work or I can just take annual, or I can just see if I can work over there. Because if I take annual, I don't know who. doesn't matter. Um, that's the most boringest thing that's ever happened <laughs> on a podcast. That's, that's, you're witnessing history here, folks. Nothing more boring has ever happened on audio waves ever. <laughs> um, how about we go to sports and like really reset this shit? Yeah, let's do it. And sports really should be NBA update because we don't do any other sports. I don't even know any other sports. I, I know literally know. About. I watch every AFL game almost, uh, and I know about probably ten AFL players. 
And I'll name one for you right now, Patrick Cripps. There you go. Yeah, nice. Good player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, so much. Can we can we get a Google search of um, the free agency action? There's yeah. so much free agency action going on in the um, the NBA right now. Um, all right. Jalen Smith. Who's that? Don't know. Okay. Dante DiVincenzo. So I was talking about him the other week and you didn't know who he was. Dante DiVincenzo. Right? Or you do know who he is? Yeah, I know who that is. Who? I was talking about someone else then. Or maybe it was DiVincenzo. No, it was a Bulls player. And now I'm forgetting his name, but it's something like that. I probably still don't know who he is. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But, um, okay, Dante DiVincenzo. Uh, agrees to a deal with the Golden State Warriors. I saw something about um, Sacramento waived him or wasn't going to give him what he wanted or something. Yeah, I think they've made a few other signings, so yeah, they just lost a bit of cap room and let him go. Uh, Utah has traded, uh, this is a big one, Rudy Gobert because he's a max player, uh, to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, we were t- talking about this off mic before. Um To me, that that's a move where I don't think I don't think the Timberwolves want to win a championship. I don't know. You know, they've got young Anthony Edwards, who is a super. He's going to be a superstar. Carl Anthony Towns, who, despite being bitch made, is pretty good at basketball, and um, Rudy Gobert, who is fucking French. They've they've. <laughs> they've traded so much for the guy, right? Well, I haven't actually looked into it, so let's see. Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Walker Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt, Leandro Bomaro. So all of those people are nobodies. It, you oh, know, it's a couple, Be- Beasley and Beverly in there. But Vanderbilt, I like him. Yeah. It's a lot. That's a lot. Players. With like five picks as well. Hold on. 23, 25, 27. 29. Four first-round picks. That's a huge haul. This is for Rudy Gobert, who yeah. will not score a bucket for you and can block shots and change shots occasionally. Not occasionally. He's like a three-time defensive player of the year. But despite that, that is so much. You've got Kevin Durant, who is probably, I honestly believe this, the only... You know, I think Kobe did it. He didn't end up getting traded, but the only superstar to ever request a trade. Like, have we seen this before? With this many years left yeah. on the contract. Um, no, not with this many years. Yeah. So I just don't know what kind of package is going to get put together for this. I don't know how he goes to a team with another max player. Like, because you're going to take the heart and soul out of the team to get him. Yeah, yeah, and even just with a couple of the trades we've seen so far this year, like the priests, sorry, like the bar's just been set kind of yeah. with what you need to give up to get these players, and they're yeah. way lesser players than KD. So. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that 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 sort of Rudy the Rudy Gobert trade sort of made me consider what the fuck is actually going to happen with Kevin Durant. I think he's going to have to stay. Just because you request a trade doesn't mean you get traded. Yeah. But, I don't know, you kind of do get traded now. That's just what happens in the league. If you're a star and you want out, they tend to like just acquiesce to your whims. Yeah. Get you out of there. Well, fucking Philly held on for a little while with Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's, yeah, let's stay on Brooklyn here for a minute. Uh, I'm going to start this sentence like this. This fuckwit, Kyrie Irving, went and started shopping around. He wants to go and join LeBron again, it looks like. There's no way in the world that that, like, you know, when you're holding on to LeBron AD and that ridiculous Westbrook contract, you're not going to get, like, I think, he would have had to take a $5 million deal to do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then he went and took his $37 million at Brooklyn and then made some quote saying, like, people going to look at you funny when you take the road less traveled or whatever. It's like, nigga, you took $37 million. <laughs> yeah. The road less traveled is taking five to go and, um, you know, continue being bitch made elsewhere. Like, I, I don't know. I just hate the guy. So whatever he does, I'm going to have a problem with. But, like, even if he took $5 million to go um, and win a ring with the Lakers, I would have been like, you know, this fucking idiot. He's ring chasing. He can't do it himself. And he can't. He's got one ring with LeBron James. Um. Now, was Kevin Love injured? At that time, was it just was it pretty much just him and LeBron? You know, like De- you know, Delhi was Delhi their fucking third option? No disrespect. I feel like the year they won, I reckon Love was playing. Yeah, it was the year before that where like maybe Kyrie and Love were both injured. Yeah, that they had a pretty bad run with injuries. Yeah, um, yeah. So he's taken his thirty-seven million and then tried to pretend that he's like good, like cool, cause of it, like he's doing something different. Uh, this guy, he does my head in. I doubt he'll even play there, though, because they can still trade him, can't they? Yeah. So, and then in that situation, what is the what is the problem with Brooklyn? Is it Steve Nash? Is it the front office? Why, why even with Kevin Durant leaving, why would Kyrie leave or, or vice versa? when they wanted to play together, like that was a big fucking, like they were being absolute gay boys in the off season to like try and get yeah, together. I, I don't reckon it's a Brooklyn problem. I reckon it just didn't pan out the way these guys wanted it to. Right. It wasn't just instant success. Haven't even made like, have they made the conference finals? Wasn't the conference finals against Milwaukee when um, Kevin Durant stepped on the line? Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Oh, no, I feel like they played a series after that in the East. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Anyway, was either, mm. yeah. They, just, they haven't made it to the final. It's been there, what, three years now? Yeah. So. Like, yeah, James Harden, like James Harden dipped early. Like, that was pretty much Kyrie-related, right? Is that the consent, the general consensus? Yeah, from what I've read. Like, I went there to play with these guys and this fucking idiot's yeah. not playing, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, it's it's got to be the one of the most unsuccessful um, experiments, if you can call it an experiment, um, in, in NBA history. Yeah, I'm not going to argue on that. And they have to be one of the most unsuccessful franchises in NBA history. They got all those fucking guys that first year, traded all of their picks that they were going to get because they were an expansion team to get like the two of the big three from Boston. They got Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. Nothing happened. Then they they built this just dynamic team that was so fun to watch. That young team, D'Angelo Russell, Spencer Dinwiddie, um, Joe... Harris. Harris. Yeah. Um, uh, Jarrett Allen. No, that, it was yeah. a, they had this that. amazing core and they blew that up to, again, try and just buy a ring and they've fucked it again. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty bad run for the Nets the yeah. last, like, 15 years. However, they could come out on top, keeping Ben Simmons, who... Despite my disdain for this guy, I do wish him the best and hopefully he comes good. So if he's still there, they build around him. They're going to get a lot of assets with um, Durant leaving if he leaves and a lot of assets if Kyrie leaves as well. So they could sort of start again, but if they keep trying... I'm not an NBA... Uh, um, what's it called? not head coach, the GM. I'm not a GM, right? But we, apart from Miami, really, we've witnessed time and time again that you cannot buy a championship. Lakers won't count as bought or not? I mean, they traded away their whole future to get AD. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, that was instant success. Got yeah. Him, won the chip. Yeah. So, what? The Lakers, Miami in recent history. Does Shaq count for the Lakers? Nice. They, they lost a few years. Yeah. And then and got, came good. Um, you know, the Lakers tried it again. They tried to get Malone, Gary Payton, Steve Nash. I don't know. Oh, no. Steve Nash was later. But... Made it to the finals, though. Yeah. Still made it to the finals. But they still didn't fucking didn't get over it. the line. Didn't win it. You cannot buy championships. Golden State, Milwaukee. Um, who else is a recent winner? Does the Raptors count as winning, buying one? Sorry? That Kawhi trade? So... I don't know. Does he? Does it? They didn't give up heaps to get him. And as one guy, it's not like, you know, these teams keep going for big threes. Mm. No, I think Raptors counts as a as a solid one. Um, you know, the Spurs, that none of those were bought. Um, Dallas Mavericks overcame the the Miami Heat. Yeah. What's being called one of the greatest uh, playoff runs in in history. Um, you know, I, I, I can't even remember, like, any in-between teams. I think Warriors kind of took everything in between all of those. Oh, the Cavs, LeBron went bad. Yeah, Kyrie, Kevin Love, that that was a bit... Um, that was bought. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, typically, typically, this is this is also LeBron James. Like, two of two of those are LeBron James teams. We're talking top five player of all t- all time. That's like if if Michael Jordan shopped himself around and played for a different team every fucking two years, I'm sure it would have worked out occasionally. So, yeah, that's t- – typically it's not going to work out. I don't know why teams keep doing it. Um, that's why I thought, you know, Miami, Miami looked strong, but – at the end of the day, they they were pretty much trying to buy one, bringing Kyle Lowry over there, PJ Tucker, even though Milwaukee should not have let him. They should have just paid him. 100%. If you want to run it back and win a championship, you go into luxury tax. These guys are not poor, the owners. Go into the lux- luxury tax and pay him a couple extra million dollars. Anyway, um, yeah, let's keep going through these. Uh, no one cares about Bialitsa. Kevin Looney re-signed with um, Golden State. Brogdon, now he's signed as the sixth man for Boston Celtics. They're saying he's going to play behind Marcus Smart. So where's Derek White going? Wasn't he the sixth man? Um, yeah, okay, I, guess I guess he was. just getting a demotion. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. I didn't see anything about him. But Nick Stauskas is out. Malik Fitz, Juwan Morgan, uh, Daniel Tice... Uh, and Aaron ne- Naismith, like these are guys that don't like don't get much action action at all. Um, Atlanta Hawks now they've made some moves. Kevin Herder to the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> did you see his tweet? No. What did he say? I can't remember what he said. I just remember the first thing I saw this morning is a good laugh. I'll have a quick squeeze um, for Justin Holiday and Maurice Harkless. Um, now, who else did they they picked up? Someone else, didn't they? The Sacramento. No, the Hawks. Yeah, they did. They got Dejounte Murray from the Spurs. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Um, yeah, the Hawks. I mean, I overrated them this year, so I, so I actually don't know how much better they get with that acquisition. Maybe you know, maybe they're a play-in team. I reckon they're just a playoff team again. I reckon they're back in. In the eight? I think they just had a slump. Or the like, six? I think they just needed a wake-up call. Like, yeah, okay. okay, you did well last year, and they just thought it was going to be a cakewalk getting back to that point. Yeah. Way too complacent, so I'm tipping them to bounce back. Robin Lopez to the Cavs. No one cares about him. Everyone cares about Brooke. <laughs> um, Eubanks. John Wall. Okay, John Wall to the Clippers. Now... We haven't seen John Wall play for a long time. You see these clips about um, 
pickup runs and stuff like this and he's moving a bit slow and they only post highlights of those runs. He's not going to be going full tilt at those runs. He doesn't want to hurt himself in a pickup game. Um, he's never going to be the John Wall that he used to be, but he's he's still John Wall, right? Yes. But I mean, I, I, and I think the same thing about like about Ben Simmons and about Russell Westbrook, like that that stuff's still in there. So I think. I think John Wall, adding John Wall as a weapon to Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, if he ever fucking plays again, um, Reggie Jackson, is it is it Maxi on the Clippers? Or is he on Philadelphia? I get him and Mann switched up all the time. He's on Philly. It's Terrence Mann in... In Clippers. At the Clippers. Yeah, yeah Mann. Um, like, yeah, I said off, off mic before, I, I with this... With this acquisition and Kawhi playing next year, I've got them as my my early pick for the chip. Don't mind it. Yeah. Don't mind it, but I just, yeah, hopefully we get to see Kawhi back out on the court. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My Bulls finally re-signed Zach Levine. I'm not sure what was going on there, what they were waiting for, or what he was waiting for, Uh, but we got him happy. Uh, Nurkic is uh, back with the Blazers. I did see... Did I see something else with the Blazers? They traded for Jeremy Grant. Oh, yeah, Jeremy Grant. Don't mind it. Yeah, and someone else. They, they've re-signed uh, Anthony Simons. Good. And I reckon there's someone else that's gone there. He had a great year. Yeah. Yeah, really stepped up once the other two were out. Spurs are releasing Gallinari, who wants to join the Celtics. I did see that this morning. Um, no one cares about Theo Pinson. Mitch Robinson, he's back in New York, which is good. Um, you'd be crazy to let go of him, I think, New York. But that's a New York thing to do. That is a New York thing to do. Bruce Brown with the Nuggets. Um, yeah, the Nuggets let go of a couple of good pieces there. Um, that trade with Washington. Yeah, so it's good to get a player like Bruce Brown over there as well. Uh, and I think they got him on a bit, yeah, $13 million. I think he's worth more than that. So a bit of a deal there. Ricky Rubio re-signed with the Cavs. Gary Payton II going to the Trailblazers. That that was yeah, the one. That yeah, um, That sucks for Golden State. Yeah, it was a handy pace. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. They always make – they always – make these great pickups like G League pickups and stuff. But even the young guys they got coming through. Yeah, they like they've got um, Wiseman coming back, um, Kaminga. Um, who was the other one who didn't play much? Moses Moody. Moody. And there's another one that kind of looks, he reminds me of um, Rivers' son, Doc Rivers' son. Not Toscano Anderson. No, no, he's gone. He's, he's gone to the Lakers. To the Lakers. Um, looks like Doc Rivers' son. Yeah, he's a he's a um, light skinned dude, and he's got game. He's got game. He ba- he barely played um, in the playoffs, but I like him. I think who it is. Um, Devin Booker, two hundred twenty four million super max over six. Um, Jar Morant, two twenty six million over four. Uh, Jokic. Now this is the this is the biggest one of all time here. Uh, two hundred sixty four million supermax over five. Uh, as a twenty seven year old. Um, dude, I, I think back to back MVPs. I think it's warranted. Yeah, I um I did the math on the Zach Levine contract, which I think was like two fifteen. Um. Or maybe it was two, no, two forty, maybe or something. But I did the math. It would take me, uh, uh, I think it was two thousand six hundred years to um, earn that <laughs> that type of money. <laughs> oh, that is oh. that is crazy, bro. And these are these are not the richest people in the world. Yeah, they're not even the rich, richest athletes. I guess like they talk about soccer and baseball, right? I think NBA is actually getting up there these days. 
Um, yeah, it's. I think it's up there. Yeah. Because a lot of these numbers you hear in soccer, that's how much teams are paying other teams to get these players. It's oh, not right. necessarily how much the player is getting. Oh, okay. Although there are some soccer players making stupid money. Yeah. Uh, I remember growing up, they used to talk about like you want to, you know, you want to get good at golf. That's the game, and I guess you know, Tiger's a billionaire, but like, like that's atypical, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're like the fucking shittest golfer and you're out first round, you, you're picking up a million for that tournament. What's a tournament like? A fucking week? Week, yeah, yeah. So, Take yeah, that. uh yeah. I mean, you're still if you break down. They would have to play a tournament a week to, to make this type of NBA money. Yeah, which they're definitely not doing. No. No, your back would explode. Um, Minnesota, uh, four-year, $224 million, uh, extension for Carl Anthony Towns. Andre Drummond to my Bulls. Now, I'm not sure about that. Uh, we need more defense from our bigs. You know, we got Vucevic in there who only plays offense and Andre Drummond's, you know, not not much better. He's probably a better rim protector than Vooch, but, you know, who's fucking playing at the rim these days? It's all three-pointers anyway. Yeah, that's it. Um, Jalen Brunson, $100 million with the Knicks. Over four, I think, was it? Yep. Yep. DeLon Wright, two-year 16 mil with Washington. Uh, Kyle Anderson to the Timberwolves. I didn't see that. 18 million over two. Uh, Gary Harris. Staying put. Gary Harris staying in Orlando. Yuck. Although they've got my man, um, Paolo. Yeah. The number one pick. Number one pick. Yeah, I haven't been on the pod since. No, we didn't even talk. Well, yeah, and I didn't talk about it myself, but um, what was the top three? It was him, Chet Holmgren, and Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith uh, from Auburn. I like him. Uh, I honestly would have taken him second. I Chet Holmgren has got game. I don't see him having any longevity. I think he's going to get injured. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's got wiry strength, but he's just a skinny guy. Um, they might roid him up like they do everyone else. You know, look at Giannis. He was skinny as fuck. LeBron was probably on roids already in high school. Um, but, dude, honestly, do you, did you ever see someone in high school look like that guy? Like Chet? LeBron. Oh, um, no. Nah. Dude, we had a guy like Chet in high school. He was in your year. Yeah, I was just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh shit yeah no Chet if you're if you're going to be a star in the league one stretch fours don't get it done or like stretch stretch bigs don't get it done anymore unless you're like KD who's a prodigy so he's got an entire bag like he is a score he's a guaranteed bucket he, in college, he was getting you 30 a night, no matter what. Chet wasn't that. Um, if you're going to be an athletic slashing big, you've got to be like Giannis. You can't just be a frail-bodied fucking guy. Giannis, I mean, he was never frail, but he had a real in frame. Yeah. But he moves, he's always moved quick. Like, Holmgren looks like he's in slow-mo. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see. I don't see him being like. I don't see him being a superstar. Okay, but you reckon the other two have that potential? For sure. Yeah, oh, Banchero will be hundred percent, and I think I think Smith can be. Uh, I wouldn't guarantee it, but I I would put the house on Banchero being the fucking guy. Shit, I've got a completely opposite view on that. That's really? Good, yeah, I just see Dan Chero, I'm not going to say bust, but I just don't see him being like number one pick worthy. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I, I only watched like two games, but it, it wasn't bad. But I just can't see him dominating in, at that next level. Oh, my God. I thought the game in college looked too slow for him. I felt like it was like watching Melo in the NBL. Like, 
He was he didn't need to try that hard. He his vision he's he's seeing the game happen before it happens. He's got like Jokic vision, but he's an athlete. Yeah, well, I'm gonna be maybe eating my words in a few months. I think see how it pans out. Yeah, I'm excited to see him play in the league in summer league. Should say a few years, can't say a few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but summer like, even summer league like. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be really good to um to see him. It does suck being a, a young talent and having to go and play for fucking Orlando. Um because they've got nothing. Like at least at least uh Zion has like Brandon Ingram, um, CJ McCullum, CJ, yeah. um, Steven Adams. He's got a little squad over there, and so does Jar. Um, you know, you got Gary Harris, bro. I like Gary Harris, but he's yeah. Who you got? Gary Harris, Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, Franz. Oof, I hate what's, that. What's I the hate his name, Maritz. Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a roster I want to like. That's not a bunch of names I want to hear in a row on my yeah, roster, dude. <laughs> like they're all like they're fine, you know. Mm. Suggs, Suggs hasn't taken well to the NBA game. I don't think. Um. But, uh, yeah, who the fuck am I? The boss man. And I, dude, I knew everyone was saying Chet was going number one. And I fucking knew I was going to be sick if they didn't take Banchero. I think he's, I think he's the fucking God, bro. I think it's going to like. Fuck, this is high praise. Yeah. He's the God. Right. Yeah, dude. Fuck. Okay. Get he, uh, dude, born to play basketball. Born to play it. So, rookie, I know we'll do like. We'll do some stuff closer to the Yeah, season. yeah, closer to the season. Um, but it sounds like he's your rookie of the year. Yeah, if he, like, doesn't do um, yeah. something in, in the off-season, if he's healthy, that, that'll that be my pick, like, without a doubt. I just think, like, yeah, he was born to play. And then, like, you got Chet Holmgren who, who plays circumstantially because he's a seven-foot guy. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, uh, he's. I'm a fanboy. I'm a fanboy of uh, Bancheros. Um, Javale McGee. He's he's gone to Dallas. Now this was your uh, sort of your early pick so far was the Mavericks with they've picked up Christian Wood and um, Javale McGee. They have lost Brunson. Lost Brunson, but it could just be addition by subtraction. I reckon. Yeah, and Hardaway didn't play all playoffs. Um, and he's again like, if Luke is cold, he's a bucket getter. Like, so he eases the pressure. So that's not a bad pick as well. The 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 Mavs and adding Bigs is, I think, a good option because Luke is so ball dominant. Um, you know, adding shooters and stuff like that. I mean, he does still he still picks up like, I don't know, probably eight and a half assists a game or something. Like he. Maybe not that high. And he didn't really have a lob threat in those playoffs. Yeah. I think, yeah, I just don't think adding, like, more guards around him is going to be helpful. So I actually think, I think acquiring those two bigs is a pretty smart move for them. Um, So I think that's a pretty, yeah, pretty good pick. And JaVale McGee's got finals experience. He's got, like, two rings. Um, Who was the other one? Oh, Wood. Wood's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. I think that's good. Wood chip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Troy Bound Jr., Lakers, James Harden, um, apparently will be taking, uh, will be opting out to take less money and free up cap space. So, yeah, taking less money, but more years. Okay. Okay. That, I mean, Which, that's at this point in his career is probably the smart thing to do. Yeah, I think so. Because he's probably on the verge, not on the verge, but like he's definitely on the decline. The, the decline. Yeah. And um, if you if you get to a point where you've got four years on your contract and people don't want to pick you up, you're forced into retirement. Um, especially a guy like him after those four years would be like, yeah, I want, I want 40 million. So no one would pick him up. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I think taking the longevity is just a smart move 
um, if you want to stay, if you want to stay in the league. Yeah, it's smart for him and it's good for the team. Yeah, because so they can they can pick someone else up. Yeah. Um, I don't know who they're looking at. I think they. I think we skipped over it, but I reckon they signed PJ Tucker. Oh, did they? I reckon. Oh, three-year deal, 33 mil. Wow. Um, I did see, I said that they, I didn't say that. I, I saw that um, Embiid had spoken to the front office and said, do whatever you have to do to get Kevin Durant. Interesting. Um, Not surprising, though. Yeah. Like, you hear a player like that's available, you're going to make a call. Yeah. Uh, with... With him and Harden, I don't see how that even works, like in terms of cap space. Send Harden back to Brooklyn. Yeah, so you'd have to get rid of him. Maury wouldn't do that. After last year's playoff run, though. That's his I know, yeah, he wouldn't do it, but... Yeah. I, I think I would. think he would try and make a big three work instead of, and op, get have him beat instead of Kyrie, right? And so just like Brooklyn did, have absolutely no depth and trade everything away to to make that happen is the only the only way that it happens. Yeah, I wonder what it would take from them. Probably like Harris, like Tobias Harris, Maxi. Maxi would have to go. Um, they have any first rounders? Yeah, any first round picks. And is there any other quality on the bench? They've they've got rid of Curry already. Have they traded Danny Green yet? I know he's injured, but. That'd be like an expiring contract, I'm sure. That I think I did here. see. I think I did see something about him. Maybe. Yeah, it might have happened already elsewhere. Paddy Mills um, signed for more than Bruce Brown at um, Brooklyn, which you know I love Paddy, but that seems nuts to me. I think you get more out of Bruce Brown. Yeah, he was handy. Pretty versatile player, but Paddy's Paddy's Paddy. Yeah, solid. Malik Monk, Sacramento. Sacramento's picked up some pieces actually here. Um, I just don't think you can be good in Sacramento. I think it's like a career killer almost. It's like they've got like they've got the basketball from Space Jam like in their locker room or something. And then once you get out of there, you can play good again. That's what it seems yeah. like. Um, they've got. It seems like they're trying to pick up some guys to surround Fox, but I feel like. I'm surprised Fox isn't out of there. Actually, don't mind their team on paper. Mm. I saw something today and it looked looked interesting. But yeah, wait till game one, see how it pans out. Yeah, uh, Batum is going back to the Clippers as well. Oh yeah, there's another weapon on the Clippers. I mean, he's again another player on the downfall, but he's a handy player. Um, Dort's back to OKC. Um, they also have two guys with the same name spelt differently in Jalen Jalen Smiths, I think they are, both of them. Jalen Williams? Williams. Two Jalen Williamses. Yeah. yeah. Um what else have we got? Let's keep going. Joe Ingles uh to the box. I like that. I like that. We could get a ring for Joe Ingles. Mm. Uh Bobby Portis uh has re signed. Four years, 49. That's that's pretty good. Uh, Anthony Simons, you already said that one. Bradley Beal, he's, he's signed again with Washington. He's just about that bread. <laughs> <laughs> just so happy with the 10th seed. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't want to win. He just wants to never work again. He just again. wants to average 30 points and not go to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Expected to be six months. With a foot surgery. Stress fact- fracture. Uh, we've gone over JaVale McGee, Kevin Durant we've talked about, Jalen Brunson we've talked about. None of these are, yeah. this is all just, yeah, okay. What we do need to talk about is... um. What's his fuck? I've just forgotten his name again from Charlotte. Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges, bro. This man brought out two of the worst rap songs um, <laughs> of the year twenty twenty two. Um, he could have signed a supermax, 
but he's posting he's posting pictures of him sipping lean and smoking weed on his Instagram stories, and then he goes and um, beats his wife up. Uh, you might have to use Chrome if it's being like this. Um, so he's gonna. Uh, is domestic violence a felony or surely? Miles. Yeah, Miles Bridges smacked the shit out of his wife, choked her, split her lip, tore her earlobe. Um, I think there was more injuries as well. Uh, bruises along her arm and face, uh, back and legs. Good God. Um, yeah, this this dude is doing everything he can to get out of the league, uh, to make it out of the league, as they say in the hood. You know, you got to make it out of the hood. You want to, you got to be an athlete or a rapper. He's trying to make it out of the league to be a rapper. He has a chance of a fucking max deal, you know, 200 million, but he wants to be a rapper and, you know, no, you know, no one's going to go to his concerts too. So he's not going to be a $10 million a year rapper. He's going to be a three or $4 million a year rapper. Maybe if he's not I in prison. still think that's generous. Yeah. Um, this guy hates money. Hates women, it looks like as well. He, you know, it's pretty. He's pretty cool at the moment uh, as an NBA player to fake being a tough guy like Ja Morant and the entire Grizzlies team, and um, this guy Bridges. And there's nothing more pussy than putting your hands on a woman as well. Man, you corny. It's it's foul shit. Um, and it's it's quite honestly, it's a it's something that just happens in the rap game. There's not that many rappers that's truly about that life. You know, maybe Lil Wayne, Game, Snoop. Mm. What's the guy? What's the guy? Um, his ad lib is his ad lib is uh, bitch. Too short. Too short. I think he's about that life. Um, there's a lot of fake tough guys i mean in the league there's a lot of fake tough guys in sports in general there's a lot of fake tough guys and in rap there's a lot of fake tough guys tupac bro thug life tatted on his chest he used to go to like an art school and and he and he talked like he was in san francisco <laughs> have you seen those yeah. videos yeah he talked like an art student he talked like exactly what you would expect a student of the arts to talk like and then he comes out, thug life tattered on my chest. This is why I fuck Joe, bitch, you fat motherfucker. West side, bad boy killers. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's still one of the hardest intros to a song. Oh, yeah. It's my it's one of my favorite songs. And it's the most uh, aggressive and disrespectful shit. And I love it. Um, but you cannot take away the fact that he... he was the zestiest dude ever in in college or high school or whatever it was. Um, they're all... Why do you think actors all end up in movies? I mean, rappers all end up in movies because they're good at acting because they're always acting tough, bro. They're not real tough. And that's just the way it is. And Miles Bridges... Man, I can Like, these pictures are pretty... Um, yeah, pretty oh, fucking horrible. Confronting, man. She's she looks all fucked up. And she and she 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 posted on Instagram like a statement because apparently his team is sort of like trying to discredit what happened. And she's like, My my children have witnessed this, you know, and that sucks. You, like that's why he's doing what he's doing, because he would have Daily Six reporter Derek Bodner wrote, don't fuck up this decision. NBA NBA owners, don't you fucking dare. Horrific. Yeah, you can't you can't sign this guy now. He's got to go. If he wants to play sports, he's got to go to the NFL because <laughs> they will let that shit slide down there. He'll get his max. Yeah, don't you dare take a knee or get an abortion, but you can smack the shit out of a female if you play in the NFL. Um, yeah, he's he's done. He's done. He's finally made it out of the league. 
Um, <laughs> and he can go, he can go write raps on his jail cell like Fifty Cent did. Fucking idiot. Um, yeah. Did we? Oh, I think we got some clothes. Or oh, is there anything else that we? Do you reckon we've missed anything? I think that was pretty comprehensive. Free agency oh, update. I'm sure, we've missed something. Something would have happened during the pod, but yeah. That's all right. Um. Oh, let's find. Was it this morning that he, uh, Kevin Herter tweeted? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't like hilarious, but I definitely laughed at it. Kevin. Oh, that's just auto corrected to kebabs. Uh, Kevin Herter. Um. Okay, I need his actual Twitter. Go my my official welcome to the NBA moment. I don't get it. Getting traded to the Sacramento Kings. Oh right. Like after you think you're like a pretty vital piece of. Oh yeah, this yeah. Team. You're just a yeah. It's just a business. You're just an asset. Yeah, yeah. Business is business. Don't take it personal. Um. All right. Yeah, I've got some clays reviews. Let's let's hit it. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinker costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. Netflix, The Man from Toronto. Or Toronto. They say Toronto up there. They um they don't like you to pronounce that second T. Uh it's uh Kevin Hart, Woody Harrelson. It's a buddy comedy. Um with what is it? What is it? It's an action comedy. Um, Woody Harrelson's a hitman and his his identity gets confused with Kevin Hart. So everyone thinks Kevin Hart's a hitman and it's, you know, they get into all types of wacky situations. Yeah, I can just imagine. Yeah. Um, and they've got these action scenes that are poorly choreographed. No offense. Well, yes, offense. You can't have, and I said this last week with, I actually don't think I've released this review yet, but Spiderhead, I reviewed last week. You can't just keep like pumping out content and, and expect it all to be good. I hated that movie. Yeah, and this is this is kind of on the same on the same track. Like they're just like fuck. We need a body, buddy comedy. Who's available? Let's do it. And um, uh, does anyone have a computer? You? Okay, cool. You do the CGI. Have you ever done that before? No. Okay, do it anyway. The CGI is trash. The um, and it's like we we we're used to watching like Marvel and Interstellar and all of this like amazing, this visually incredible stuff. And then for some reason, they're still making movies where it looks like uh, a Nintendo sixty four game, like like in uh, Spiderhead when the plane crashes. It looks like. They've literally just downloaded a little explosion and like pasted it on the thing. Like it looks yeah. fucking terrible. And uh, there's a plane crash in this movie that looks the, the same. And then like a a cow runs away because it, it lands in a paddock and a cow runs away from the crash site. And the cow's not, not even real. You couldn't find a cow to run, to make run. It, 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 it looks cheap. It feels cheap. It's not even funny. Like, and I've, you know, I've sort of been off of the Kevin Hart comedy stuff for a while. I know he's a, he's an absolute trailblazer in like the rock star comedy thing. Like, but I think he's, he's lost a lot of funny in the pursuit of trying to put out 10 movies a year and yearly comedy specials. It, it sucked, man. It sucked. It, it, it wasn't, Again, visually appealing. It wasn't well written. The story had plot holes in it, left, right, and center. Um, even like when you're when you're trying to make an action movie, at least the choreography of the the fire scenes should be dope. There was one scene in a gym where they were using like dumbbells and shit to fire each other, and that was kind of probably probably seen it before in like a prison movie, but that was a kind of cool scene. And the music was um. The Joker and the Thief. You know? No. Joker and the Thief in the night. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Isn't that an Australian band? Probably. Um, I know the song you're talking about, but I couldn't tell you the artist. 
but yeah, so that was that was the only scene that I really enjoyed in the whole film. Joker and the Thief. Wolf Mother. Is that Australian? Yeah, let's check that. Let's it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but we're just gonna source that. Yeah, from Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, so I was uh, yeah, yeah, I'm getting caught up in the I'm like, oh wow, the only good scene in the film is I got an Australian soundtrack, so I started getting all patriotic over it. But honestly, probably a five out of ten. That's higher than I thought you were gonna give it after that review. Uh, honestly, like it's got enough enough entertainment value in it that like you can still you can still probably if you don't feel like thinking you can get away with watching it. Uh, but it's not like yeah, it's not a good movie. Yeah. And one more, and I watched these back-to-back, and this one's called Paper Planes, and this is an Australian film. Um, Sam Worthington's in it, Wertho. And, again, this one, this one's from a little, a little bit further back, like 2014 or something. So the um, – oh, okay, so it was a 3D film. Okay, so I didn't watch it in 3D. Um, so to me, the, the graphics looked – terrible but i didn't watch in 3d i did not realize it was shot in 3d so that might change things um uh yeah again there's these are all films i've been watching lately that aren't that they're not they're not cinematically impressive okay there was yeah there was no shots there was a a couple of beautiful shots because they're in like rural uh new south wales so there's a couple of like landscape shots and shots of like this wedge-tailed eagle which looked pretty nice but like you know nothing that you can't fucking do on an iphone honestly so it didn't it didn't blow my mind um the story was nice i thought it was well written that aboriginal chick that's in every australian movie was in this as as well of course uh, mailman sounds like it probably yep that's her deborah mailman or probably mailman um mailman's they only really say man in a in a name if it's a superhero otherwise it'd be spiderman and batman spiderman yeah <laughs> superman <laughs> <laughs> so she she's probably called mailman honestly but um yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything else to say about it. I mean, it's a nice movie. There, a little bit of, little bit of choke up at the end there. No home loans. Um, yeah, six, six out of ten. Okay. Yeah, and that little fatty. You know that guy from um, Deadpool, maybe Deadpool two. The, um, oh, the, the Maori kid. Yeah. He's in this. Is he the same dude that's on those? Is it Gillette? Yeah. Yes, okay. I um. He hasn't done anything to me, but I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking stand that guy. <laughs> uh, what did I say? Did I say, did I give it a score? Six, six, yeah, yeah, six. Let's stay with six, and that's it. That's um, that's Clay's reviews, and I think we're pretty much done. But I do want to go over some stuff, and I want to go over it on the show. I was going to go over it off air, but I'm going to go over it with you on the show. I want to do. I want to start a Patreon. Okay, it doesn't have to be like soon but i want to i want to start planning it right and i've got a few ideas for um the tiers so we've got the podler tier i don't know which is going to be the cheapest and stuff yet either but podler tier bung bung tier and easy money tier are the three different levels of payment and content that you get right on the podler tier you get access to a fortnightly 10 minute reverse cast where we turn the cameras around and you're, you're hosting for 10 minutes. That's wild. Um, <laughs> shit, I'm going to need to speak to my agent about that. But that's what the people want to see. <laughs> people do not want to see that's that. That's what they want to see, dude. So that's a, a 10 minute, a 10 minute extra episode per fortnight. Okay. You know, for minimum, like one or $2 a, a month, right? Yeah. Then there's the bung bung tier where you get you get a piece of merch um, plus plus the 10-minute reverse cast. And is that 
sort of piece of merch. That's like a one-off sign-up. Yeah, well, no. So I guess they would have to sign up for, let's say, 12 months for it to be worth us sending merch out. Mm-hmm. And then the easy money tier would get would get you a piece of merch, which would be it would be a higher grade of merch, like possibly possibly a jacket, sort of. Or yeah, so pro- the bung bung tier you probably get t shirt, and then easy money tier you probably get like a jacket or um or a easy money crew neck. Um, probably an easy money crew neck is the easy money tier. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so you get you get merch. 10-minute reverse cast plus a monthly episode where it's 30-minute episode where we we take a hit and we talk for 30 minutes. 30 okay. minutes and we would call that uh, the smoking word or so well smoking. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah. Sounds good. We'll t- talk about like finer details. Yeah, going forward, those are so. just my my ideas at the moment. But yeah, because you got you got to add you got to increasingly add value to all the things. So that's those are the only sort of things that I could think about that I one haven't done. I've never smoked on the show. That could be a really fucking quiet episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or we could do like, but this this. Like the, my other idea was, um, and I don't know whether I've got the tech or the um, if my internet's high enough speed, we could like we could watch a movie with the subscribers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Or or watch like watch and commentate like a sport like a sports game or something like that. But that that's a higher time investment. And I don't know whether my tech would allow it. Okay. Yeah. I'll look into it. Yeah. But yeah, what do you think of those? Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, could be could be setting up Patreon. Probably yeah, not not like very soon, but we're in the we're in talks. You heard it, it's sourced. So you know what to do. Welcome to the party on everything. Share the show. Tell a friend to tell a friend. It's easy. You can win merch by doing it. Anyone can win merch by doing it. Just send in a um, uh, a screenshot of you sharing it. Or if you're at the family dinner table and you're talking about it to everyone, just have your phone here and sort of like video yourself telling everyone around the table about the Welcome to the Potty podcast and how funny it is and how good it is. Send it to us. Maybe we'll play it. Maybe we'll play it on the show. Um, but yeah, do that. Share the show. Win some merch. Uh, love each other, love yourselves, and as always, bung bung. Take your breath away with your own pillow. I'm moving in silence through the night. There's no stopping me, not the Black Widow. I'm kicking it swiftly, Luke Kang flow. Cybernetic enhancements, I'm Kano. I'm proficient at war like Jax, but I got nothing to prove like John Cage, though. I got an arsenal full of techniques. Enter the dragon like Bruce Lee. I'm dangerous, so, so dangerous. You don't want me at the fist of fury.